Welcome to Yakuza Kick Radio Hot Tag Podcast Collaboration Show Company Corporation. I am Jake Morris, as always, and uh, here's Shaheen. What's going on, man? Yeah, what's going on, dude? Chilling. Freezing in the Northeast. The ones uh, listening on the West Side, I'm very jealous. Yeah, man. Uh, definitely cold, and um, and you know, I mean, it, it was worse though. I mean, now you know we hit that little warm up trend right there. We got like a 60 degree day, and yeah, now it's yeah. dropping back down. But uh, I think we're still not near as cold as it was. So, I mean, I'll take it. Any any slight swing up would be fine. There's, I mean, last week or a week before, it was like, yeah, temperature is at 5 with 15-mile-an-hour uh, winds. It's like, <laughs> fuck you. I mean, that's, that's not cool. Yeah. What's the name? Wind chill makes it feel like minus 15. Like, yeah, all right. At this point, 30s is awesome. It's like, all right, let's. Yeah, Saturday night was brutal, man. Saturday night was, oh, my God. Which was on point, which we'll talk about in a second. But, my mm-hmm. God, man, every time we went outside, I felt like my my bones were literally just, just about to shatter. But, yeah, it was fucking brutal. Yeah, now it's not so bad. But um, we haven't got much snow or anything. I don't know how Jersey is. Is it, is it cold today? It's all right. Yeah. It's not that bad. You know, again, compared to what it was a week ago, you know, a week and a half ago, it, I'll take this. Yeah, enough with the weather. Let's talk about uh, On Point. On Point had their uh, five-year anniversary show at the compound, called to enter the compound. And uh, if you don't know what the compound is, it's the GCW school located literally directly next to the CCW um, school. Which, dude, it's it's so funny because I thought, I thought people were exaggerating when they were like, oh, it's like literally a foot. It's, it's, yeah, it's door-to-door. It's, 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 it's hilarious, man. <laughs> There's a CCW fucking sticker on this window and then there's a gcw sticker on the next one it's it's fucking hilarious yeah it's funny Um, the location i I don't know man there's not much parking but then again the space isn't like i don't know how gcw is going to do it because they're running a show there in march and um sure they don't draw like 800 people a show or anything but they're going to draw like a good two three hundred people at least and i just i don't know how they're going to fit them in there i I really don't know how they're going to fit people in there unless it's going to be like a first come first serve type of deal i I don't I don't see people being able to fit in there because, I mean, I want to say on point. I, I literally, like, counted rows. Um, I want to say there was probably, like, 70 people there tops, 65, 70 people. And uh, maybe you could fit 150 in there. Mm. More than that, man, it's going to be just, like, it's it's pointless. You won't even have an entrance, you know? Yeah. Because you find yourself blocking the entrance way because there, yeah. I mean, there's there's not enough seating, you know, so you've got to stand. And then they got the tables set next to the wall. So you're standing in front of the tables, and that's where the that's where the ramp is, kind of. Well, the invisible ramp. It's not really a ramp, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I mean, with 200 people, man, I mean, <laughs> the wrestlers gonna have to walk through a fucking crowd, like, I don't know, which could be cool, but it just uh, it's it's gonna be hot in there. It's gonna be, I don't know. We'll see what happens with that, but I think they're only gonna do one show there, hopefully. Cause, yeah. Uh, well, aside from the Jimmy deal, the Jimmy birthday bash deal, um, they're gonna do that, and then they're gonna do one in March, and then I want to say. Uh, huh. April's the Mania weekend, so that saves them some time. Because obviously, you know, we'll talk about that too. Um, mm-hmm. Last time we talked about it, there were some rumors that they're going to lose the venue, so they they are losing the venue. They got to find a new venue, so they they kind of covered their ass until um, TOS Tournament of Survival. But, well, that's uh, that's a rough one to fucking yeah, exactly. start at somewhere new. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like hey, uh, you know, we're just going to start running uh, out of just one of the most violent fucking tournaments ever. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah. just going to drop that and it's a new joint. Yes. So. I mean, I know they kind of burned their bridge with that joint for the um, the original Nick Gage Invitational, but 
yo, that fucking venue is so dope. You know, the, the fact that you can, like, there was, like, an upstairs area where, you, like, it wasn't even really being used, but they you could tell they had, like, you know, banquets and shit like that. Like, it, it had, like, a ballroom, like, like a dance floor. And, uh, you know, one of the bathrooms was up there. And, like, you could stand on the balcony up there and, like, just watch over the fucking deathmatch wrestling going on That's there. Awesome. There was a bar on location. I, again, like, I... I I like the inside deathmatch stuff. I think that's awesome because it's kind of like a new, like almost taboo kind of thing, you know, like it was never allowed around here. You'd see that stuff like IWA mid South and all of that doing the indoor death matches and, uh, deep South. But, um, you know, in Jersey, I mean, that's unheard of. Like CZW never did that type of shit. They did a couple tubes, you know, tube matches and shit like that. But, not like full on fucking deathmatch tournaments inside. So it, it's crazy but but I mean traditionally deathmatch tournaments outside is it it has a good feel to it, you know. And, and at night that was really fucking cool. And actually from what I uh from what I hear TOS the venue that they're looking at is actually located outside. And it's not DJ's backyard. But apparently yeah, well, it's the same same kind of gimmick, you know, digging yeah, field. I don't know if I was okay. DJ, man. I'd be, I'd be renting it out to Ian Rotten, to Lauderdale, all of them, man. Yeah, I'd rent it out to Ian Rotten. I don't know about it, Lauderdale at this point. I mean, I feel like they're not at, you know, where they're, they're going to have, like, handshake deals and shit. And, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, if if everything went smoother from the start, you know, and everybody was, you know, cohesive, but th- that's never been the case between GCW and CCW, so understandably so each each party has their reason not to like each other so yeah yeah it came out that um and i guess you know again we didn't talk about this because this this got confirmed uh, like i guess over the last week that um i think it was i think actually uh marcus crane said it on your on your interview actually that's that's where i got mm-hmm. from where um you know brett brett had told me about it and stuff but i didn't want to bring it on the show because you know i didn't nobody else like really co-sign is i don't i don't want to mention it and just air it out but uh the fact that, you know, CCW had called, you know, the, the I guess, you know, the authority on fucking, uh, I don't know if it was the Japanese guys or the Mexican guys for their visas. I think it was the Japanese guys. Yeah, that's what Marcus Crane said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty shitty. You know, that's some shady shit to do. And then again, with the, all the rumors with Maven calling the fucking the fire, the fire marshal on them for using fire with homeless Jimmy. Yeah. And, you know, it's, that's, yeah. it's it, there's a lot to it. You know, there's definitely definitely layers to this. To, to me, though, like I can't ever just buy that because someone said, like, dude, they they called. Like, I don't fucking know. I mean, I know from you saying that, but I don't know that it actually happened. I mean, like, uh, the, after the the first NGI, Danny was on the mic. Yeah, DJ tried to shut us down, and then everyone was like, dude, they tried to shut. I don't know that that really happened. I mean, the shit went on. You know, the whole thing happened. I don't know. I mean, I that's a quick way to you know turn yourself against the competition. You know the Turn the fans against the competition, I should say. You know, have them all like, yeah, fuck them. We love this. You know, like, eh, I don't know. Maybe it happened. Maybe it didn't. I mean, I'm pretty far separated from so I don't really give a shit what happened. But, um, right. yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, I'll take your word for it. But in the same token, that's that's kind of as far as it goes. It's like you're saying that because he said that. And, you know. Yeah, I think I think with a lot of it, again, I, you know, I, I don't want to mention any names, but I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. But, you know wrestlers that work for ccw and gcw will confirm some of these stories that you know we're both friendly with and i'm like ah dude he doesn't have a reason to lie to me about that you know 
sure. unless like somebody like L'Oreal or, or somebody else on behalf of GCW kind of brainwashed them to believe that DJ did this and DJ did that. But if these guys are collecting a paycheck from DJ and saying DJ did that, I, I just I'm like, all right, well, <laughs> you know, probably did do that. But sure, nothing surprises me anymore with these guys. Nah. But uh, yeah, back, back to on point. Venue is super super small. Uh, the locker room is weird. It's like a, it's in like an office. You know, glass glass door and shit. It's funny. Oh, it's, yeah. it's weird. I don't know. I think I don't know if this is like a storage unit or if it's like supposed to be like little office units. I don't really know what the gimmick is, but it's hilarious that there's fucking indie wrestling going on at like 10 p.m. there, and nobody else knows this is happening. Probably. Well, yeah. I, I'm sure they they probably told them it's for wrestling, but I don't know if um. Do you think they like asked them for permission to run shows there, or do you think they kind of sold it as like, oh, we need a we need some we need a storage unit to put our ring there, and you know. I don't know. I don't. I don't really know. Like as far as their, you know, their dealings and contract and this and that. But um, uh, as as I kind of speculated initially, I think if they go too far and they're suddenly putting on those full blown GCW fucking bloodfest, fucking right. just about a deathmatch tournament without rounds, um, you know, those type of shows there something's gonna happen they're they're not gonna be allowed to do that um especially again i mean if we're saying czw's calling the, the cops on stuff i don't know that they're getting away with those two shows the the jimmy birthday show and the other one and doing a bunch of tubes and this and that right next door without i mean if if czw's calling anybody on anybody it's right. gotta fucking happen on those shows it has to right yeah it would make sense um they didn't use any glass or anything. I know it wasn't a GCW show, but right. it was yeah, GCW heavy. Well, I asked, I asked Loudy. I was like, well, since you're changing the venue, are you guys going to be able to use glass? And he was like, yeah. So, like, I, I was under the impression there was probably going to be some tubes or something for uh, Scott Summers and Gage, which we'll get into. So I don't know if there mm. was supposed to be tubes for that or not, but there was nothing really too violent as far as, you know, weapons or anything. So I think um, they, they'd be fine. I mean, CZW's done, like, uh, I guess they did some light tubes a couple, couple months ago. With that like secret show they ran when when DJ was in Paris or some shit. Um, yeah, that was I think a, a H2O show, right? Or uh, yeah, but it's it's at the dojo though. They right. Run it, they run it at the dojo. So yeah, but that was like three months dealing. That wasn't you know DJ taking a risk. But the the thing is, you know, there's a difference between using a couple tubes and fucking. Marcus Crane versus Schlack and you know, whatever the fuck they want to call it, Deathmatch. Right. That's, you know, big Japan shit in yeah. Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's... yeah, I think I think they're going to have to tone it down for a little bit. I don't know, man. Do you think, like, and, and we'll get into All Point. I know we started out with All Point, but we kind of started mm-hmm. into this. That's all right. But um, do you think, like, the fans, because, I mean, GCW has loyal-ass fans, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. you, see, you see it on these Deathmatch fucking websites and shit like that. People are, like, diehards. Right. Including, including myself, you know. But uh, do you think people would be understanding of, oh, these guys lost their venue, they have to tone it down for a couple months? Let's, or do you think the crowd would go down and kind of die out? I would hope they understand because, like I even said, you know, a lot of times with GCW, I really think they can do less and still get the same reaction and the same pop. I think they bury a lot of what they do by doing too much. And again, I think if you main event a card with that fucking Schlack versus Marcus Crane match, I mean, I don't think people are going to be like, dude, this should add more death matches. Like, uh, really, you main event with that, and there's another one to maybe two death matches on the card besides that. I don't give a fuck what you put on the rest of the card. I mean, you you have talented workers. It's not like, oh, there's a bunch of shindy workers or, you know, you know, guys who are just fucking ticket sellers. I mean, they're putting on talented guys in the matches. I mean, 
you know, you saw the matches they had with like Private Party and uh, who, who the fuck did they have? The, um, oh, the Murder by Kicks. Murder by Kicks. And they just, for whatever reason, threw a bundle of light tubes in there. Like, come right. on, you don't need to do that shit. <laughs> like, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle does not need light tubes. You know nah, I mean? I mean, they could have just torn it up. And, you know, when you close the fucking show out with the, the level of death match that they're able to put on, I don't, I don't think fans are going to be like, oh, this is bullshit. I mean... They might reflect on, hey, remember when there was five death matches? But, I mean, how many companies are doing that? It's no, where else are you going to go? Right. You know, I'm not saying go the DJ route and just be like, hey, they have nowhere else to go. Fucking like it or don't. I mean, you know, there's an extreme to go to. Like that with DJ would just be like, we brought five thumbtacks today. If you want death matches, what the fuck you want to do? <laughs> like, you know, it's like they're they're going to hurt. There's five of them. No, it'd be Anyone? more like I bought five thousand thumbtacks, and then you know we ended up using five, and I don't know what happened to them. Jimmy was probably putting it together. <laughs> yeah, Dude, yeah, that's DJ's gimmick. We bought a lot more. <laughs> I don't know what happened. How am I supposed to know what happened in my own company? That's that's I, always been one of those moments where I like interviewed him where I'm like, oh, what the, what the fuck, dude? Why are you saying this right now? Like you were literally saying, as the owner of the company, you don't know what's happening in your company. Yeah. I personally doused the entire canvas in lighter fluid. No one had a lighter. Otherwise, this shit would have been crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought they would have a lighter. Otherwise, <laughs> you would have got Onita. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to have a first ever Inferno ring match. And uh, not my fault. No one had a lighter. Okay. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would hope they, they understand. Um, like I said, th- even like the stuff that they're doing in, in Pennsylvania with the, uh, the fucking other game change world or Allentown. Um, yeah, I mean, they're putting on great shows. You take a, a show like that yeah. and then you, you put one death match at the end. If you can get away with that, I don't see where the fans would be upset and, and you're not going to get a top quality death match like that on any other show. So what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, honestly, those shows don't have any death matches, and if they, if they just put those on, I'm, I'm fine with that, honestly. I mean, that's most you'll get there. They haven't even used barbed wire in that venue, and I'm pretty sure they can, right. but literally there has been zero ultraviolence there, and it's it's totally fine. You don't, you don't It's not necessary all the time. Yeah, but, you can um, do hardcore, yeah. you know, chairs and shit. But then again, if they're doing it at the compound for a month or two, you're, you're probably right. You know, do all regular matches with guys like Kingston and et cetera. And then have one fucking crazy match at the end of the night, wrap it up real quick, and fucking clean up and pretend like yeah. it never happened. But if you yeah. do it from starting at fucking 7 p.m., you know, it's like, all right, dude. You, yeah. you got enough time for someone to call during the first light tube match and right. the fucking authorities show up there by the fourth light tube match. Right, right, right. Yeah, that does not work out well. But, uh, no. yeah, I tell you what, since we're uh, talking about GCW, before we get yeah. into On Point, GCW is actually this weekend, so why don't we go ahead and... Uh, Go over okay. hard so we can be just done with a GCW talk for the night. All right. Um, GCW yeah. hit them up. Last time they're going to be in Howell, New Jersey. Yeah. Um, this is actually, again, perfect example is, is this match right here. Uh, no ultra violence necessary. Eli Everfly versus Darby Allen. Um, <laughs> fucking, I don't know, man. These two guys are both insane as far as, like, taking risks. They... Like you mentioned, I think I think you were the one that mentioned it. Uh, it kind of reminds you of like old old school CZW guys that were just jumping off of balconies and just crazy shit. You're just like, what the fuck, dude? Darby, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And Eli is, is similar, man. That dude will fucking take some crazy. You know, he won't take tubes and stuff like that, but he his like high flying maneuvers, man. He'll jump off some balconies and do some insane stuff. He um he did it at Allentown, so 
definitely looking forward to that match. Um, we got he's sh- a tiny little dude, though. He's just oh, kind of like yeah, like that kid at <laughs> the kid at the barbecue that wants to keep getting thrown in the pool. Yeah, yeah he is. Um, <laughs> he, he's, he's do it again. <laughs> it's like, dude, you hit your head on the side last time. What the fuck? <laughs> why, why are you back here? Oh shit! <laughs> no, he he is legit. Probably like five foot. Like I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> Like, dude, I'm I'm five eight, and I have like easily a fucking neck and shoulder on top of this guy. Like, he is he's tiny, tiny. Yeah, when Tony Deppen looks big next to that yeah, dude, Tony that's that's a, that's a problem. A Tony Deppen is portraying Bam Bam Bigelow in this spot where he's throwing a, another person into the crowd. Yeah, looks like, like he's that's... he's getting bigger though. I think Tony. Who Deppen. is Tony Deppen? Maybe um, he's just wrestling smaller dudes. No, I mean against Teddy Hart, he looked uh. He oh, did he? Bigger. Yeah, he looked bigger. Okay. Um, Schlack versus Marcus Crane. Uh, probably the one match that's going to be absolutely fucking insane. Oh, yeah. On this card. Probably going to be the craziest match. I think last time they, they stole the show. I think we both agree on that. Uh, yeah. Probably one of the craziest death matches I've seen in the last couple of years, aside from, you know, Gage and Tremont 1, Gage and Tremont 2, etc. But, um, yeah, this one, I don't, I don't even know what the stipulation is. Uh, but they named it something silly again. I don't know. Yeah, Hell or High Noon Deathmatch. I don't know what that <laughs> yeah, What the fuck is that? <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> Remember that one that was like the Death Hand or the, the Hand of Death or some shit? That's like, yeah, that was, I think, uh, Schlack versus... Um, Viking or something? Viking, or right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dead Man's Hand. Yeah, Dead Man's Hand, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is that? I don't even remember what it was. All right. And I still don't know. Yeah, I still don't know what that is. You know what, though? It, it says hell or high noon death match i wonder if hell has anything to do with fire because it's their last time there um i'm sure they're cool with the owners they might want to go out with like a bang and just be like fuck it let's just you know let's do some crazy shit yeah that would be I my prediction fire spots outside to be you know safe yeah that ceiling is fucking low <laughs> <laughs> you get you a what, big though. burning table up there you might not have a building to sell oh yeah i tell you what though man i'm, I'm gonna fucking miss that spot man that is uh that venue is fucking... It's already legendary to me, honestly. Like, it's it's one of those venues I'd look back in 20 years and be like, damn, that, that place was fucking awesome. You know? But, uh... Yeah. Next match that we got going is the Headhunters returning to GCW. Uh, the only other time they were here was against, uh... Wasn't that tag team tournament when, uh... I guess Lucky 13 and Nick Gage were teaming up. Um, mm-hmm. They're going against John Wayne Murdoch and Reed Bentley. Um, okay. I love the headhunters, you know. I like Fat Bleeder. Um, so the, you know, this is like this is fucking this is money to me. Uh, yeah. You probably won't particularly care about this match too much. But, Not at all. Yeah, cause, I mean, especially the headhunters now. I mean, they, they can they could definitely work back in a day for fat dudes, but I mean, they were fucking they were awesome back in the day. You know, we got five hundred pound dudes doing moonsaults. but they're you know like fifty years old now. These guys are not going to be doing moonsaults off the top rope, or maybe they will. I don't know, but. uh Either way, I think it's 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 got the nostalgia effect because I, I sure. mean these are these are probably the last guys that uh I'd want to meet other than you know somebody that's already passed really I mean there's not too many left they're all either dead or they they've already come to the states so yeah I don't want to meet anybody who's passed it's it would be very disappointing uh, is there anybody that you would have underwhelming <laughs> hmm? no ultimate warrior nobody that you would want to meet oh I would yeah I would yeah. but now that they're gone I well, think yeah, it would just be uh, morbid. Yeah, now it's going to be on a... It'd <laughs> just be a sad outing. Yeah, talk to him with the white noise. Yeah, just, you know. We yeah. got, uh... I think this is going to be the main event. We got Violento Jack returning to the States from Mexico. Yeah, against, this is... Uh, going against Nick fucking Gage. 
This is gonna be fucking crazy. Yeah. So this is gonna be like a like a big Japan deathmatch for sure. Like, I have zero doubts about it. Yeah. Um, they're probably gonna use razor boards and all kinds of crazy. I'm telling you, man. I think this is probably gonna be one of their craziest fucking shows, especially with them leaving this venue. Yeah, it should um, be. I think they're just. I mean, it, it's hard to say. Uh, they're not gonna give a fuck because that's kind of their gimmick, you know. That's like every show. But with this one, I think I think you might see fire. You might see fire. Not positive, but you, you just might. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I know the matches were announced, but I don't see it on their Facebook page. Do you remember anything else that was uh, announced off the top of your head? Mm, no, not off the top of my head. Yeah. yeah, I think that's about it for this one. Set them on fire. Yeah, we got uh, Tony Deppin and uh, Jimmy Lloyd also on that phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got Tony Deppin and uh, Jimmy Lloyd. That's that's something. Deppin's getting really good, though, man. I, I, I like him. Deppin's been good for a while. He, um, you know, I, you said he's getting bigger. I think that's a good thing because he hasn't looked like a wrestler until maybe now he's starting to look like one. Um, he just he looks like a middle school kid, you know? Um and he's got like a style that's not just like your cruiserweight he's somewhat of a striker you know what i mean so when you get a guy like that if you put him up across like an actual striker like a low key or some shit like that it's like come on yeah, that that's not gonna work so um I, i'd like to see him you know actually built like i got a big thing for that man like um we'll talk about the uh that john henderson kid a little later but um yeah. You know, that's one of these things. I think these guys should look like fucking wrestlers. It's just become acceptable for everybody to just run around looking like whatever and fucking posting about, you know, Taco Bell and fucking Cheetos. And uh, I don't know. To me, it's not cool. It doesn't work for me. But yeah. to each their own. You know, there's a lot way bigger fans of wrestling than me right now. <laughs> I'm, that's true. That's true. I'm on the way lower end of wrestling fandom. So whatever works for your crowd, man. Yeah. All right. So we got we actually have three more matches. So we got uh. Tony Deppin and Jimmy Lloyd. We got Nick Gage and Violento Jack. Darby Allen and uh, Eli Everfly. Schlack and Marcus Crane. Mm-hmm. And Headhunters, Reed Bentley and uh, John Wayne Murdoch. We also have Cyclope going against G. Raver, which is going to be... Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Oh, Jesus, man. I mean, this whole card is... I, we, we say this about everyone, but... Then you got Eric Ryan and Miedo Extremo. Uh, Eric Ryan is fucking... Dude, I mean, this show is going to be insane. Um, oh, yeah. Absolutely insane. And then the one match, I can't forget about this, obviously. Um, I'm sure you're excited about this, but Teddy Hart and Homicide. Oh, yeah. 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 It's a fucking stacked card. It's a good way to go out. I, mean, I don't know how we forgot out. that match. Yeah, I don't know how we forgot that match. But, yeah, this is, this is going to be a great fucking show. Probably going to be a – I think this show could give a give a run to, to TOS and NGI, to be honest with you. I mean, look, when you're looking at this card, man, I mean, Headhunters, Teddy Hart and Homicide. Nick Gage and Violento, Jack, Schlack and Marcus Crane, the Mexicans, the G-Raver, and fucking Eric Ryan. It's just, it's stacked, you know? Yeah. We'll see. I'll be there this weekend, so we'll talk about this. Uh, If we do a show next weekend, we'll definitely uh, review the show. But uh, let's talk about On Point real quick. On Point. All right. uh, At the compound. We got uh, Xavier Cross. He came out with uh, Loudy. And uh, you're familiar with the guy, right? Xavier Cross. Yeah, um, he, uh, I'm pretty sure he was the, the one. We we went to a show, um, I, I think I went to two on-point shows, something like that. And uh, the one show, uh, George Gatton, 
Irish whipped him into the corner and he played dead. Like he acted like the Irish whip into the corner broke his neck or some shit. So it was like the the strangest, most awkward fucking thing ever because the dude just Irish whipped him into the corner and then they're like, no, no, like throwing the X up. Like he's fucked. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just like, what <laughs> the fuck? Did, it, like it's seriously, if he's hurt from that, just fucking retire. Like, you know, dude, I don't want to see people get hurt and everything else. But like, if that standard shit just fucking injured this dude, have him never wrestle again. And it was a work or whatever. I guess they revealed that the next month when I didn't show up. But, um, yeah, you got to wrap it up after that. If you're, if you're fucking injured after that, man. Yeah, that was that dude. Um, so yeah, Xavier cross. Yeah. Xavier cross came out and basically, uh, is he, he's doing a gay gimmick. I'm guessing. He's okay. like super flamboyant. I don't know. This is the first time I'm seeing this guy. Um, but Loudy was his manager. I guess he's been in there since day one. They cut a yeah. promo. Basically, Loudy was saying he's going to stop managing him. He can handle his own business, and he's going to step back and just book the shows, and et cetera, which we'll talk about uh, the future of Horn Point in a second after we review this because the, there's definitely some irony in here with this, uh, this promo. Um, so you got Xavier Cross, and he defeated Unbreakable Andy, Alex Payne, and Jason Furious, the only one I knew, was Unbreakable Andy. This was actually a really good match. I mean, uh, there was some botches from that uh, Alex Payne kid. He's, I think he's, like, super young. He's, like, 20 years old. It was a good match. He's, was... he's been around a while, man. Yeah, yeah, he's horrible. Yeah. I can't um, stand that kid. Something about him just fucking irks me. He has, like, a horror gimmick, and he's another one. He's built like a fucking middle school kid. Yeah, yeah, he definitely looks. Because uh, my girlfriend, she thought he was, like, 19 or 20. I was like, yeah, I think he's probably, like, at least in his, like, mid-20s. Though. He wrestled in um, CZW, and he was, like, um, he was with Kimberly. Like, Kimberly valeted him. Like, before she was even, like, a wrestler Kimberly, like, she was pretty much just, like, valeting. So, go back, like, as far as, like, Kimberly's character goes back. And she was, like, managing him back then. So, I mean, that was was a long time ago. Yeah, so he can't be that, that young. I'm not saying he's 40 years old. I'm just saying, like, for him to be 20, he would have had to be 13 at the time. So, you know. Yeah, it was it was an all right match. So are you familiar with uh, Jason Furious? You know, this no. Was, yeah, I have no idea who that was either. But uh, Xavier Cross defeated them. Um, this uh, this this guy. I mean, I, I don't think you're a fan of him, Colin West. No, not at all. Distracted him. What's the deal with him? Who is he? Like, I, I mean, uh, he friended me on Facebook, and I see him at shows, and I have no idea what the fuck this guy is. He um he I think owns a company or something something in New York, um. But he's a, a manager type of guy. He does some commentary and this and this. And look, like I never knew shit about the guy. I've never seen him live. I never had any interaction with the dude or anything like that. But after the one on point show, um, he started this whole fucking um, this whole drama surrounding himself and um, said that he was, you know, victim of a hate crime and shit. Like this dude was like legit talking this shit it wasn't like a, a gimmick which it should have been because he was a heel he came out and he started yelling at the fans like uh you know you're um he was yelling at like female fans saying like you guys are so ugly that's why i fuck dudes and shit like this and like a couple of people including captain dave started yelling faggot at him and at that point he decided that that was a hate crime for people to dare to say that in 2017 but like he was playing up the gay, you know, the gay thing as part of his heel character. You know what I mean? So like you're kind of 
looking for that type of reaction. And again, this is, you know, professional wrestling. I mean, they used to chant fucking, you know, cashmere swallows before they knew cashmere swallowed, you know what I mean? And the sensitivity has just really gone through the roof. And then he said, uh, when he left the building that night, uh, someone must have slashed his tires, and then he drove oh, like an hour, a, an hour home on the soft tire, or whatever. But it's like, right. dude, slashed tires don't go like forty-five minutes to an hour away. So you probably just had a leak and called it a hate crime. I mean, every time someone gets like a fucking a low tire, you just go like, fuck, man, call the cops. Someone must be onto me. Like what the? I mean, I don't know. He just he just really went over the top, and he was being a complete drama queen about it and dragging it out. And it's just like, dude, if you really need that type of attention and you want to call like hate crime on the fact that you like egged wrestling fans on, and then when they were like faggot, you're like, oh my god, how dare you? Like, dude, stay at the house then, if that's the case, because that that's some old bullshit. Yeah, he was he was doing the he was healing it up this time too. And, uh, he was getting a good reaction as far as, you know, people booing him and shit. Yeah. I, I mean, he's a the gay stuff. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, he wasn't doing any of that, but, uh, he was definitely shit-talking to the fans and getting a reaction. You know, I don't, I don't know. It was the first time I've seen him. I've seen him at the GCW shows doing commentary, but, um, first time I've seen him managing or actually doing Yeah. And then after that, I heard him on some of the GCW commentary and immediately just fucking, it annoyed me. I think I turned off. I, I think I actually tried to watch one of the shows. And he was doing commentary and, and like right in the beginning of the show, he was starting up with it, you know, talking about how he wants to do this and that to the guy or how this guy looks good. And I was just like, I'm all fucking set, dude. I, I'm not watching deathmatch wrestling with this guy drooling over the wrestlers. And it's just <laughs> it's just fucking it takes me right out of it, man. Yeah. Like like what you like. But like, seriously, I don't need like, you know, like gay commentary on top of fucking violent shit. Like I, I want to see a fight. That I mean, that that's what I want to see as far as wrestling goes. I want to see these two guys shred each other. I want to see them fucking beat the shit out of each other, and have the the aura of you know a fight going on. You know, and, and Larry Legend, I I love that dude. But like, even during uh, what, what the fuck show was that? It was TOS? TOS. He's doing the same shit. And it's like, oh, this guy's looking like a snack. He's talking about Nick Gage and shit. Like, come on, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here. You know? Like, you can't be doing that shit during a fucking... It just... It ruins it for me. You know what I mean? And like I said, Larry's cool as fuck. I've always liked Larry. Um, I I don't care what you're into. You know what I mean? Uh, You could be gay and, you know, despite what people might hear from me on here and think I'm, like, against it overall. Like, dude, you could, you could be into whatever you want to. Just don't make it part of my entertainment. That's that's not it's not the show I signed up for. I want to see a fucking fight. Simulate a fight. That's all I need. I don't need some, you know, some glitter and fucking rainbows on top of the fight. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. But uh, Steve, Steve Scott came back, and uh, he dropped the too hot gimmick, which, which I'm totally fine with. You know, the he selfie did? stuff. Yeah, he's not doing the selfie bullshit anymore. I don't know. Man. It was, it was, huh? Now what's he doing? He, I don't know. He just came and attacked somebody, but he was basically talking about how he's dropping the gimmick. He's like a serious guy now, or whatever the case. Maybe it's just an on point thing. I don't know. Maybe he come, when he comes back to Jersey, all pro, he's he's too hot, Steve Scott. But in on point, he's like a serious guy now. <laughs> so every six months, he's gonna he's gonna use that gimmick. <laughs> yeah, I guess yeah. he's gonna bring it back <laughs> to Jersey all pro twice a year. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Fantastic, but he's gonna have to use a fucking different app every year, man, because it's gonna be it's gonna be that long. <laughs> he's gonna be yeah. doing it every year, though. But uh, he'll have the new version of the iPhone every time. Right. I see all pro show because I think I got the iPhone eight. 
Last time he was on Twitch. Next time Jersey All Pro, <laughs> there was a show. Twitch doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. But uh, yeah, next match was Drake Chambers with uh, Colin West, and uh, he defeated Pelly. Oh fuck, this is. He was, uh, I think, a ROH student, like one of the original ROH students, wasn't yeah. he? That dude. I have no idea. I haven't watched. It was ROH like Shane Hargardon or whatever, and then that kid, and uh, I think maybe like one other dude was like a couple of the original ROH students. Those are the guys that I think, um, um, Necro beat the shit out of. And Joe caught feelings to it, and that was what actually had, like, a little bit of heat behind the fucking, um... Uh, it was on a Chikara show. And I think that's what brought a little bit of heat behind the original Joe fucking Necro match. Okay. Because he, he had thugged out the, uh, the ROH students. So he was, like, fucking pissed about it or something. Yeah, I, w- I would say this was probably uh, the worst match of the night, though. Just, yeah. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't a fan of this. Well, at least... Nothing you- stood out to me. Yeah, I mean, at least you've dulled down from the the pre-show statement of there wasn't a bad match on the card because I just <laughs> I'm not I'm not trying to hear that shit. Yeah, yeah this wasn't a good match. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Cannonball defeated Danny DeMonto. Yeah, don't this, don't this, fucking this tell me. It was actually decent, dude. It was fucking God, decent, dude. Dude, don't put Danny DeMonto on the card <laughs> and be like, there wasn't Yo. a bad match on the card. I'm Yo. pretty sure if he was on the card, there was. Yo, the funniest shit is, I knew you were going to have that fucking reaction. So when, I, when I'm talking to Jeremy, I'm like, yo, what'd you think of that Jeff Cannonball and Danny DeMonso match? It was better than I actually thought. And he was like, yeah, dude, I actually thought it was pretty fucking good. And I was like, yeah, wait till, wait till I say that to J-Cat. He's going to have the fucking immediate opposite reaction. But no, dude, yeah, it was I mean, funny. Yeah, yeah dude, it was, funny. It was fucking sick. Cannonball's girl was online uh, during this. I guess someone uh, was, like, yelling that they hope he gets hurt and goes to the hospital or something. Right. And she posted, like, some tirade about, like, no one should ever, you know, wish, you know, an injury on a wrestler. And and uh, if I ever hear that shit again, then you're going to have me. Uh, she was saying some old threatening shit. Like, she's going to start beating fans up if if they want Jeff to get hurt. And I was thinking to myself, like, look, I'm not even there. And, like, I'm wishing that Danny gets hurt and... <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't need to yell that shit from my house, but like in the back of my mind, I'm like, geez, I hope he gets hurt. You know, uh, I don't know. It was just ironic because um, I was thinking the a- actual opposite of what she was saying. But they uh, actually, I, I think I saw her uh, screaming out there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, this match, I mean, they they fucking they just it was mostly just chopping the shit out of each other, a bunch of doors. And honestly, I don't really hope he gets hurt. I mean, it's it's inevitable at this point. I mean, if he's gonna run around with a rod in his fucking leg, there's only a matter of time before he hurts himself. I don't need the hope for it, so I'd be more positive. That's awful. But uh, yeah, Jeff Cannonball defeated Danny DeMonto. Uh, Cannonball, you're gonna see more of him in GCW, so that's good, man. I, I like Cannonball. Yeah, he's a good dude. I like Cannonball. He's a really good dude. Yeah. Next up, you had Mark Angel. He defeated Jimmy Lloyd. A uh, really quick match. Nothing nothing really stood out. And then Schlack fucking ran in and uh, fucking killed the guy, put a bag over his head, and almost suffocated him. So he's got <laughs> the biggest pop of the night, almost, you know, aside from Gage. Yeah. So, not, not good for Schlack. Funny thing is, uh, <laughs> you know, after that Drake Chambers match, in between the, the – the matches you know when they're playing the music i ran outside real quick because we had too many jackets i was going to drop one of the jackets off in the car we see a schlack no shirt on and mind you like dude it's fucking like it's like five degrees outside <laughs> Still got, like no shirt on he's he's next to the dumpster in the woods 
doing fucking push-ups outside the venue. I'm like, yo, there's a fucking locker room. <laughs> like, why is this dude outside in the freezing cold just doing push-ups? So that was the funniest shit to me. Uh, I remember I put it on my Facebook. So if anybody wants to go check that out. But yeah, this dude's doing push-ups outside before the fucking, before the run-in next to the dumpster. Yeah, I saw that. Schlag's a beast, man. Did that, um, do you see that promo he did for the, uh, UEW shit? He did, like, some shit with the Dre video and the, the Chronic fucking logo. Nah. Yeah, you gotta see it. it. He's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, they, I mean, the dude is absolute money. I, well, I, I shared it and I said, you know, DJ says fucking Schlag is green and he's partially right because fucking Schlag is fucking money. <laughs> so yeah. that's about as green as it gets. That's true. I mean, you see, um, do you see where people can say he's he's green from? Like, as far as like him being reckless, because he is, he does like reckless shit. I mean, I've seen him like drop people and stuff but like dude, that. But dude, let's talk about deathmatch wrestlers as a whole. Are I mean, are we talking about the fucking mat technicians of the world? I mean, if you went across the board in deathmatch wrestlers, would you just go, well, clearly everyone is better, you know, more well-rounded than Schlack? Like, I don't think so. I don't think so at all. I've seen how many botches have you seen in death matches where you're like, oh man, that was a close one. Yeah. I, I I don't know that fucking and and for all of all fucking people, DJ Hyde is fucking Shrek. He oh, yeah, is he's... eternally green. He is green forever. He has no business calling anyone ever fucking green. Like anyone who signs up to be taught wrestling by DJ Hyde should have their fucking head examined. Especially in the same fucking parking lot as Homicide and Gage are training people. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Uh, oh, Preacher who broke his own neck and DJ Hyde are going to teach me how to fucking wrestle. All right, well, good luck with that shit. Right. <laughs> I mean... That makes no sense. And then they'll call me green. <laughs> like, too much... They'll, they'll call me green later on after training me. But I think bit. I think more than ever right now though, there's uh more competition in deathmatch wrestling as far as like well-rounded wrestlers. Because you know back in the day it was a lot of fucking like a lot of IWA guys were just more the shits, you know, like Madman Pondo, guys like that. They they couldn't fucking wrestle for shit. They they would just swing stuff. Sure. Um, but you but... look at right now. You look at Matt Tremont. Like Tremont can fucking wrestle. Gage. You look at Marcus Crane. You look at fucking G Raver. A lot of these guys can actually wrestle. You know what I mean? Sure. You didn't but see you know, that ten years ago. I mean, how many years of Pondo's career did he go through being that same guy who was kind of sloppy and all over the place and and become a legend? So I mean, is Schlack really so far behind that curve to be like, oh, dude, he's not ready? I mean, come on, man. Yeah, I don't think he is. I mean, in my eyes, I, the guy's the fucking he's a beast, man. He's, he's like my favorite out right now, but um. Yeah. I mean, with, with his own friends, like Marcus Crane on that interview saying, you know, the guys are reckless, you know, I mean, you, you can see, like, maybe, like, he has, like, some kind of reputation, like, backstage where they, where they say he is reckless with so many different wrestlers, saying, oh, like, yeah, he almost killed me in this match, because you look at Nate Hatred when, when both of us interviewed him, he mentioned that match where he almost fucking, you know, he got dropped on his head, but, uh, and that, that was that was rough, but I don't even know if that was so much slack, I think, I think Nate just kind of, you know, he could have covered his head falling down, but, mm-hmm. Yeah. There's there's been a few, but uh, next up was probably match of the night for me. Uh, Teddy Hart defeated uh, Tony Deppen. No botches. Te- I guess Teddy's on a roll now. Kind of hard to believe. Now. No, seriously, no no fucking botches, dude. It was actually, a great fucking match. This was yeah. like a GCW type of match. Fucking you know, stiff, nice nice high flying. Um, and the other thing, just go back to Schlack for a second. The other thing I gotta say about that is I think a lot of that has to do with strength. 
because you know uh, some people will call Chris Dickinson the same type of shit. They'd be like, "Oh, he's reckless and this and that." But I think that a lot of times comes down to motherfuckers getting thrown around that aren't used to being thrown around, you know. Yeah, and when you get, you get a big strong guy like that and they start fucking scooping people up and shit, I, I think people are ready are just nervous, you know, at the sight of that. Let alone how it turns out, you know. Yeah. He was, you know, Dickinson was pitching people towards turnbuckles and. They didn't hit the turnbuckle, but dude, that was so close. He's so reckless. It's like, okay, or he's really good at what he's doing. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. So, see that. Speaking of uh, reckless and uh, people almost dying, Drew Blood defeated uh, Kyle the Beast. Not sure why Drew Blood is defeating anybody in 2018, especially uh, Kyle the Beast, which he's, he's, he's a better wrestler. He's the on-point wrestling champion. Is he? Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is. Wow. That was the uh, title match. Okay. Uh, it w- it wasn't necessarily like like fucking like awful, awful or anything, but I don't remember much from it. So I like I mean it didn't impress me or anything, but I remember the one spot where um, Drew Blood goes to do a suicide dive to the outside. Yeah. It's caught in the middle rope. Okay. And uh, <laughs> he he like like it was awkward because Kyle the Beast had to literally catch him, where like he had to break kayfabe and catch the guy, you know, like he had to help him out. Yeah. Like, he would have fucking smashed a skull. Like, you could have seen Drew Blood die right there. Like, if he didn't catch him, just he would have been fucking brain splattered all over the place. Clearly, he was trying to live closer to the, the standard suicide dive. You know, people are doing right. him too <laughs> safe these days, and he wanted to put the suicide back in the suicide yeah. dive. So maybe he's a traditionalist, and it's not so much of a botch. Uh, you went for the kamikaze version. That's why Loudy likes him so much. He's a traditionalist. Yeah. He lives by the letter of the law when it comes to the move. You want a suicide dive? He'll fucking damn near die. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, that, that was fucking brutal, though, man. I mean, he oh, he owes Call the Beast one, man, honestly. I mean, I know you're not going to watch this match, but if you ever see this play <laughs> for whoever wears There's not a fucking chance. <laughs> you know, for, for people that are going to watch this, uh, look out for that spot because it was, it was insane. Um, then you got Nick Gage <clears throat> and uh, Scott Summers. Uh, you've seen pretty much the whole match, I'm guessing, right? If you watch my clips, that was pretty much I the whole match. S- yeah, I saw the majority of the clips, and um, yeah, yeah. So this was the rematch after uh, I guess two and a half years. You were there for the first one. I, I yes, recently I was. watched the first one right before I watched before before I attended this because I remember watching it when it happened, and uh, I I've, this was my first on point, so clearly I wasn't there. But um, I remember like watching that. I was like, "Holy fuck!" Like this is like this is like a classic right here. You know, like they're going mm-hmm. outside, brawling everywhere, and it was just stiff, just insanity. Um, and that that really left a mark on me. That was like that, that's what got me to like watch On Point ever. And I've I've never been like a like a loyal On Point fan or anything. But that's what introduced me to them. You know, it wasn't like Homicide or Tremont. It was that. Um, right. But this this I mean I, I don't know what they were going for, man. I, I don't really. We'll obviously have to break this down a little bit. Uh, he had injured his ankle, I want to say, in uh, the first TOS with Joker. Mm-hmm. So that was like about two and a half years ago. Um, he came back, and uh, I don't know if it was a gimmick. I don't know if it was a shoot. Uh, they sold it as a shoot. Everybody, <laughs> including like uh, every fucking person there, you know, sold it as a shoot. Uh, dude was like crying, you know. So I'm like, all right, this, I mean, he's hurt. And you can see his ankle, like it's it's the bone is like popping out, but like, you know, it could have healed bad. I mean, that, that's always a you know, because I have I have a bone that's healed bad, so I can make it look like I just popped my fucking bone out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
Um, I don't know, man. It was it was a good match for what it was. Very short, like almost ten minutes, twelve minutes. Uh, they started brawling everywhere. Um, you know, typical stuff. No, no, no bar stool sitting down and fucking punching each other in the face. I hate that shit. That gimmick's dead. Please stop doing that. That's that's awful. I hate that shit. I'm sure you're gonna see yeah. that in King of the Death matches a lot though. But um, yeah, they just brawled outside, man. They threw each other on fucking tables and lockers and etc. Basically, the encore presentation of what you got the first time. Um, then all of a sudden, I don't know what happened to his ankle. I really don't know. I don't. I don't know what spot did it. Um, but he started holding on to his ankle. He threw the X up. Lauderdale came out. A bunch of people came out. And he <laughs> yeah, I mean, he shouldn't have done that because I saw that clip too. He came out. He's got this dumbass smirk on his face, and like <laughs> he's not selling the fucking shit at all. Lauderdale. Summers might have yes, yeah, Summers might have sold that shit to you real well, but go rewatch your own clip, and you see this dumbass look on Lauderdale's face. Like, why aren't people coming? Like, we we called for help. Uh, all right, bro. <laughs> like he just had this shitty look on his face. Like. Oh, I guess you guys aren't coming because it's a work. I don't know. I saw the first match. I was there live. Uh, fucking amazing. Uh, I saw the clips. I talked to you. I talked to Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy said it was it was shit. Like he hated it. He said it was so one sided. It was like Gage squashed him. Basically, yeah. yeah. And um, you know why would you possibly do that when the first one was fucking absolute money? And, you know, we had to wait all this time. You know, this is the first time Gage got out. They had the first one. And uh, then he went back in for a year. So we had to wait on that. Summers was hurt. So we had to wait on that. And then uh, we finally get this rematch. And it's Gage just, like, fucking, you know, dismantling his leg and ending the match. Um, I don't know. I mean, you could speculate because, you know, I think it's 100% of work um, as far as the leg injury. I'm leaning towards a work now. The more well, we talk about it. Um, <laughs> but I just I don't understand why it makes no sense. It's it's fucking retarded. Like it really is just retarded to do this. Are you are you leaning in any direction with the bunny in April? Yeah, <laughs> you know. got it. You got any direction on that? I don't know. I, don't, I, don't, I never believed in the bunny in April. But, okay, because yeah. uh, you know, just... in December we can we can talk about shoots. You know. We'll yeah, about, man. We got, <laughs> that... we got Christmas coming. We got Cage of Death coming. You know, we'll, we'll talk about all sorts of shoot. Yeah. Uh, you never know, we'll, man. We'll be dueling all, all over uh, all over the place in December, man. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, and then, you know, the thing is, is, like, uh, I, the speculation I would I would go with, and again, like, I have no inside info on, on this type of thing, but I would think that the money didn't line up or something. I, I mean, you know, like, like, just say, hypothetically, let's say, like, the dude comes in, and uh, Loudy says, like, dude, I want, like, an hour and a half match. And the guy's like, well, then you're going to fucking pay me more. And he's like, no, it's not going to happen. Next thing you know, it turns into a one-sided almost squash. I, I just – I don't see any other reason. And, again, I, I have no knowledge of that at all. Um, right. But I, I have no other idea why they would turn something that's absolute money into a one-sided fucking match where he just works – and, and on points, not on some kind of crazy fucking roll where they're going to have a part three in two months. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like this is just about it for on point. So I don't know, man. Like, it, it just doesn't make a whole shitload of sense unless something fell apart backstage that they went in this direction. I, I, I don't get it. Yeah, because um, so for this match, uh, and let me let me explain this. The reason why I say this is it's just it's so it was such an awkward match. Um, even afterwards, it was just silent. Like it was, 
as silent as you can get in that fucking building. You know, mm-hmm. but it was just awkward. It was just it was so fucking weird because people didn't know if it was a shoot, if it was a work. And, um, you know, if, if, if it is a work, which I'm guessing it probably is, it's it's pretty shitty because they changed the whole canvas. Took about fucking like 15, 20 minutes to change the canvas to the GCW bloody fucking canvas. Reason being because, you know, it's probably going to be a bloodbath is what you would guess. Um, people were saying it was going to be like a 45 minute match to an hour, etc. Because the last one was like 45 minutes or 35 or whatever the fuck it was. So, logically, it would make sense if this one lasts longer. You know what I mean? Do like an Iron Man match, last one. just It, it makes sense. Last one was a tie. You know, this one is the blow-off. Um, so, when they exposed the ring to put on the GCW canvas, you saw the weapons they had underneath the ring. Being yeah. the barbed wire bats, the barbed wire, um, you know, uh, fucking boards, whatever else they had. So... I don't know. I'm guessing that was for this show. It just doesn't make sense. I don't know. Unless it's a GCW school. Maybe they have it for the next show. They just had it sitting there. But at the same time, if I'm a promoter and I'm not going to use the barbed wire, I'm going to ask Lauderdale to get that shit off. Because if you're going to expose the ring, you're basically hinting at, oh, look at what we got for the next match. Yeah, that's crazy. And then you use none of that. It's like, whoa, what the fuck, dude? Like, Why even show us that? I mean, take that shit in the fucking locker room or something if you're not going to use it. Yeah. It was just weird. It was just weird. I don't know. I, I didn't get it. I really didn't get it. Like, if it was a work, I, I I don't see what they got out of this other than just awkwardness and kind of leaving, like, a bad taste in people's mouth as far as fucking going. That's why, that's why I get that weird, like, backstage shit fell apart vibe, you know, without any other knowledge of, of that being, you know, actual thing. Because, like, again, like future build or okay this leads to i don't see any answers to that i I don't see any you know you know result where this is like oh well that's why they did that like i I don't i don't see it paying off by any stretch of the imagination i just yeah i don't know i don't know but the weird thing is gage like really put him over on the on the promo afterwards you know so if there was like some kind of heat i mean gage is friends with loudy i don't see gage going on there being like oh like this, this dude drove from Texas with a broken ankle. Like, shout out to him. It's like, well, he flew, but they didn't. Well, he was saying he like he came from. Well, I guess I, I don't know if he said he drove. Maybe maybe he did say he just came. But uh, I don't know. Either way, it just it was just weird. Made no sense. Either way, shoot or horror, it just makes no sense. I, I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I have him on the social media and shit, and you could see where he flew in. And he's saying like, I'm coming, motherfuckers. And he's at the Texas airport, and he's at Philly airport, and then uh. And then where he posts, like, yeah, I'm, I'll be back in the gym tomorrow. So, so when people are saying his bone is almost out of his ankle and he's already talking about the gym, I'm like, uh, I have a good feeling that. And, you know, my, my big, like, again, I'm, I wasn't even there. But um, when people get hurt, man, you just fucking hop on their page and it's like, it, it's almost like when someone dies, you know, and it's like, fucking RIP, bro. It's like, oh, shit, I hope you're okay. Fucking best wishes. You know what I mean? Like, just all the way down the line and there was literally nothing like not a single person saying duty all right so yeah. i don't know well i mean i don't know man the vibe was the same as as the first time he got hurt because like, like i thought that was a work when that happened you know and then when uh joker got hurt against Tremont, it, it instantly i knew that was fucking that was a shoot because like the way it was handled you know what i mean you could tell right. from the expression on people's faces like oh like lauderdale was freaking out the fucking referee was freaking out so you could tell, unless they were they're just great fucking act- actors. But um, with this, I, I don't know, man. I'm guessing it was it was a work, and they actually planned for this, and and they thought this was going to be good. Because 
with what you're saying, if something fell apart backstage, they must be really fucking, no pun intended, on point with fucking reaching out to every single person involved with that match, every single security person outside, Jimmy Lloyd, Schlack, whoever the fuck, every person that was involved with this show, to get them on the same page, to be like, yo, like, we're gonna, you know, really, like, try to really sell this as a fucking work. Because, uh, they did. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. There was a lot of confusion. Everybody was confused. Yeah. Even people leaving, it was just like, it was, I, I, I literally left confused. I was like, what the fuck? What happened? Lauderdale didn't look confused in that fucking clip. He looked <laughs> yeah, like he fucking knew exactly what was going on. Yeah, I'll have to watch it. Dumbass smirk on his face. I actually, I asked him before I left. I was like, yo, was that a work? Was, what the fuck was that? He's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like, I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't know. So I'm guessing it probably it probably was at work. But, uh, oh, and I also wanted to ask you, dude, like I lost a tooth last week and I left it under my pillow. There was a dollar there in the morning. You know anything about that? Shoot or work. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Shoot or work. <laughs> Where'd that fucking dollar come from otherwise? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it wraps it up for On Point. I don't know, man. There was, uh, I guess, like an, an announcement that he was going to announce. Did he ever announce it? Do you know? I, I looked at his page. Nah, I saw no announcement or anything like that. Definitely heard some rumblings, like, on point. Maybe it is its last uh, hurrah. Um, I don't know. I think he's kind of back and forth with that. From what I hear, he's not doing well money-wise. He's fucking running up credit cards and shit to keep this thing going. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know, you know, what the on point um game plan has been over the time because it seems like what it is is you know i've I've heard a lot of things you know the, the money's not there um they would bring in a guy you know masada geez dickinson i mean you you name it like they brought in a lot of guys like that and it seems like those guys will work a show or two and they're probably doing it for like a brother price right and um you know immediately the fans go please come back please come back and then the fucking loudies in the back going we can't afford this guy monthly when he fucking <laughs> yeah but why bring those guys in that you know the fans are going to pop for and you're by design going to continuously upset your fans and the only thing you could do is to try to like substitute the last guy for the next guy who might be cutting you a break on price you know what i mean it, it's just right. it seems like a difficult thing to do as far as you know swapping this guy for that guy that they like swapping this guy we can't bring him back but we could try this guy you know and just keep going to the well like that and i mean you look at the biggest draw this this show was definitely summers and gage and you really gage has worked maybe five shows for on point over the five years that they've they've run um i could be off by like one or two shows but really not by much so I wouldn't call Gage like an every month on point guy, and I definitely wouldn't call Summers a, a regular on point guy. So your biggest draw is two guys that aren't really your guys. You know, I mean, your your second biggest draw is Deppman and Teddy Hart his first time I think at on point. So, yeah, you know, Deppman is your guy absolutely, but then again, it, it's relying on the other guy who's who's the big name, the big draw is another guy who doesn't really work there. So on your own, you know, backyard talent or whatever you want to call them, home home talent, those guys aren't fucking draws. And, I mean, I don't know. I mean, if you, if you put on this big, giant fucking rematch and you can't pack that little joint, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll I just see. We'll see what happens with them. But yeah. I, I don't know. I think the compound is a, is a good look for them. I don't know if they can afford it or what the future is, but 
It was a fun show. I can't say I had a bad time or anything, but I, I mean, I like Loudy. I think he's a good dude. I just don't oh, know booking wise if you know if he knows you know the the right direction to go. I think Matt Tremont had a lot to do with the success of On Point Wrestling. I, I know a lot of people hitched onto On Point because they wanted to support Matt. Sure. You know, j- just Matt alone. You know, Matt screaming from the heavens like, "Yo, come out to On Point." You know, emotionally invest, brother. You know all of that shit. Um, you know, people were on fucking board with that because of because of Matt. And I'm sure people like Loudy too. You know, he's a good dude. But again, I, I think once you remove Matt from that, and shit, man, I, I have again, I, I gotta just go off of guesswork, but I gotta think that him standing next to Loudy and, you know, negotiating these prices with the wrestlers had some benefit on him too. You know? I mean, if you got Matt Tremont saying, hey, man, do it for me, or you have just Loudy saying do it for me, how how often do you think they're going to get it over? Yeah. Right. You know, price-wise. I, I don't know. And maybe, you know, the, the on-point GCW tie-in kind of brings that back together and some people do some favors through GCW, you know, because now he's got Gage, he's got Teddy Hart, he's got some, some guys that I mean, maybe it opens that window of talent and they do it for – you know, less or so. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's it's going to be hard to continue. You know, you got to get some kind of momentum behind On Point. And I don't think what they've done so far is, has generated any type of momentum. Masters of the Mat, like throw that shit in the garbage. That shit is like a B show at best. It, it's a tournament full of people who no one would call the fucking master of any mat. You know what I mean? Like, come on, man. They, they first started pitching that and they're like, yeah, you know, uh, they got best of the best in CZW. We got masters. It's not even in the same fucking category, guys. Like, come on. You, you know damn well. Oh, we got survival of the sickest and there's tournament of survival. Come on. You know goddamn well it's not in the same fucking category. Yeah. So, I, I mean, put on great shows. Do what you can. You know, put together some good shows. Get some good storylines. Get some fucking talent that people want to see. You know, I mean, look at what Tremont's doing with his company over there. I mean, I think he's headed in a way better direction than what Loudy's doing. And at some point, they were on the same fucking page. Yeah. No, H2O, I mean, I haven't really seen any of the shows, but uh, from the clips, I mean, I don't know. It seems like a lot of people are digging it. Even like that Schlack Maria Manic thing. That's something that got people talking, you know. Sure. Maria fucking went through some shit fucking wins over schlack with a fucking f5 now she's got a fucking title match against uh, cannonball and you're like holy shit look at this guy you know he did the fucking heavyweight tournament you know where there's a bunch of guys that you know it's it's something that's drawing eyeballs and uh, i forgot about those you're right yeah it's different i don't know that on point is doing that so i mean he's got to figure out a formula and um you know, go with it. I wish to do the best, but I mean, if he's just going to run this, I've always said on point is kind of like a shindy with a couple top notch matches on the top of the card. And I don't think that's good enough. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about CZW. They announced a couple matches for CZW 19. Um, boy, man, it's almost 20 years old. That's fucking crazy. That is absolutely insane. Yeah. Wow. I, I didn't even think about that. All right, we got uh, Joe Gacy and Anthony Gangone. Anthony hmm. Gangone, I guess, was the House of Glory heavyweight champion. I've only seen that guy once or twice, maybe. GCW, Allentown shows. Uh, he's all right. I don't really like the dude's look at all. 
not impressed at all, to be honest with you. This is this is a throwaway match for me. I don't I don't give a fuck about this, to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't give a fuck. But if you know if it keeps Joe Gacy out of the fucking world title picture, then that that's fine for me. I mean, let him fucking feud with Anthony Gangone for half the year. And and I don't know anything about this Gangone dude. Hopefully he's a guy who can keep up with Gacy. Because let's not forget, Gacy could fucking work. It's just the other shit that makes him look ridiculous. You know, some of the you know pushing in the wrong directions in that company, and you know the different online stuff. I, I'd like to see someone that. I said years ago, man, I, I really think a feud with someone who's a little bit smaller than him, because Gacy could work way faster and way more nimble than a lot of guys his size. Y you put him in there with a guy like fucking Lucky 13 or something like that and feud him. I, I really think you can get fucking you could do some really cool shit with that. Um, trying to think of other guys because, you know, Lucky hasn't worked in a bit. Um, but I mean, like one of those type of guys. Um yeah. I mean, Kid Osborne might be that guy. I mean, honestly, they, they already started that fucking feud, so you might as well just, you know, hop onto that and see if you can make that shit work. Because, um, you know, I mean, Kit tried to do a lot of things for CZW. I mean, he, you know, substituted in the Tournament of Death match after he already had his match. Um, you remember that? Yeah. yeah. It was, uh, I think, Devin Moore or something got hurt. Yeah, Devin Moore jumped off the scaffold. I think uh, he broke his ankle. Maybe. Yeah, then, uh, some kind of shit. To that, he had like a four-way match with Jimmy Lloyd and Dan O'Hare and somebody else. I forget. George Gatton. George Gatton. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's done his best to, you know, really try to fucking step up, you know. And um, I, I don't know. I think he, that dude's due for a push. I mean, I remember he was getting, like, jobbed against uh, Robert Anthony still mm -hmm. back in the arena. Where he just came out and just got the shit power bombed out of him a bunch of times. Yeah, I can't believe uh, Robert Anthony is still wrestling. I totally forgot that he like he's still active. Yeah, dude, that's um, a, that's a guy. Why doesn't anybody use him? Like, bring him. I'm in. pretty he's in sure. Chicago. I mean, he's not like. Yeah, I, I think he's a teacher, so he just stays like within the the area. Okay. I don't think he wants to go like on the road like heavy or anything like that. I'm sure if you you fucking flew him in, he he'd come out, but uh. That's I what I'm know. saying. I mean, you got you got people coming in from like uh, from Chicago. I mean, Marcus Crane's coming in from Chicago. And, uh, Damn. I don't know. I just feel like you know, just just a one-time shot. You know, a company like GCW, they'll use Pentagon. It's not like they're going to use him every month. But one of those type of deals where they bring him in, I think he's a name that uh, he's kind of been on tap for for a couple of years. I mean, I can't he's even tell you the last down. time. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's been great. I can't even remember him since CCW. He, he did some like freelance wrestling. I don't I don't watch any of that shit, so I don't know. But uh, it was all basically just Chicago based wrestling for the most part. Yeah, he was doing the shit with Billy Corrigan out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right, that's right. Uh, next match we got a ultraviolet dog color match. We got uh, Greg Excellent going against Ace Romero. Now a dog collar, uh, uh, I don't know ultraviolet one. I don't know exactly what this means. If they're gonna wrap it in barbed wire, maybe I don't know. They've done it before with the dog collars, but. Eh, I don't know, man. I really like Ace Romero. If this is the blow-off, I'm, I'm all for it, man. Let's let's do it. Let's make it happen. I think the, the stipulation could be interesting. So I can't say I, I hate this match as, as much as I did the one at Cage of Death. But, uh, eh, I'll, I'll watch it. <laughs> I like how you said you, you, you're going to 
not hate the match that hasn't happened yet as much as you hated the one that did happen. Yeah, because I already know <laughs> I'm not like, going to... I already know what's going to happen. There's no way basically. I could hate this more than the one I already saw. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. It's, it's only as... Dude, it's, it's a, you know, it's an improvement. Adding the stipulation in there. It can't get worse than the last one, so... It's an improvement. Okay. But, uh... What else we got? We got uh, Brandon Kirk going against Joey Janela. Uh, thoughts yeah. on this match? Random match, big opportunity for uh, Brandon Kirk. He seems to be getting this, a pretty good push. Oh. This should be good. I mean, Brandon Kirk's a hardworking dude. Uh, he's willing to do crazy shit, and Joey lives to do crazy shit. So, I mean, these these guys should probably do some pretty awesome stuff and pop the fucking crowd. Yeah. And then uh, I'm guessing I'm guessing this is the main event. Yeah, it's got to be. Got to be the main. We haven't seen the the Mexican talent in uh, the Philadelphia, New, New Jersey area. CZW's used Pentagon before, but they're bringing in Pentagon, Phoenix, and they're going to be teaming with RSP to go against. Naturally, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who else would they team with? Right, makes makes so much sense. Um, going against Ohio is for killers, or AKA Ohio versus everybody with Sammy Callahan and OI4K. Those are the uh, guy with the skewers, right? Yeah, the guys the guys known for the skewers and the guys. Okay. Yeah. Spooning with the baseball bat, right? With the spooning okay. and you know, beach towels and all that. But with uh, the gas mask shirts. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. But uh, this—I mean, this is gonna be a fucking killer match. I'm pretty sure uh, Pentagon and his brother faced off against OI4K and PWG. Uh, I want to say I watched that match. Kind of all blends in together, but um, I want to say I didn't. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those guys know each other well from uh, AEW, you know. All those guys are being used in AAW minus uh, RSP. So I'm sure this is going to be a fucking killer match. Uh, I'm guessing it's the main event. But cool to see Pentagon, man. I don't know. I, I doubt I'll be at this show. But uh, it's shit like this that would bring me to a show. But I, I, I probably still won't go to CCW until like two. Nah. But uh, we'll see. If we go to it, I'll, I'll review it on the show. But I, I doubt I'll go. Um, yeah. I mean, super talented You know, guys in this match. Um, I don't understand why putting RSP in the match. He's the world champion. He just beat, you know, these guys in the cage of death. Yeah, I don't know. To not have your world champion on another match doesn't make a shitload of sense to me. It's just kind of like, uh, we just got to use him. I guess we'll throw him in that match. And, again, you're in there with a ton of talent, so good for him. But it's just kind of weird because, you, you know, you remove – you got a big marquee match, but then you also lose your world title, you know, being defended in that match. So, uh, I don't know. I feel like having a world title match as well as that match would be fucking awesome, and you just got to put a third guy who could work in there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, whatever. Well, you know, you know what's a simple fix to that uh, problem? As a very simple solution, just divide this match up. It's very simple. You just do fucking OI4K against Pentagon and Phoenix, and fucking give Sammy Callahan a title shot and have him lay down for RSP. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Better than this. I mean, I, at least you get two good matches out of it. And you actually get a fucking title shot on the card. Which, uh, again, they haven't done a January show, so if coming back, you would assume this guy's going to defend a title. But guess Yeah. Guess CCW really lucked out on Sammy not being booked that weekend. <laughs> well, he, he spoke to AEW, dude. Yeah, I know. He sat down with the us. management. Yeah, he told us, man. He's he's, he's going to be at every show this year. Yeah. You know, he's already talked to... to <laughs> he has a translator now since the whole Onita deal. So, you know, he's talking to New Japan. He's getting it sorted out where he's going to be available on the CZW weekends, you know. And on yeah. TNA, you know, I think Sammy Callahan doesn't give a shit about TNA anymore. By the way, speaking of TNA, 
They advertised this fucking no rope barbed wire match, right? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? They advertised it for like the last two months, like hyping the shit out of it. Like, oh, it's gonna be on this week. Nope, not this week. No, it's it's definitely gonna be on this week. Last minute, they're canceling it, saying Pop TV said it's it's too violent to be shown on television, so they're gonna live live stream it on fucking Twitch, and then you can download it from YouTube. And I'm just like, dude, monetization, if you didn't know, it has been has been discontinued on YouTube for any kind of wrestling material. So TNA, WWE, maybe WWE, I don't know. But I, I know for sure TNA doesn't have monetization anymore. So it's pretty retarded to put, you know, something that really got fans actually interested in TNA for the first time in years. And um, even the little fucking, vi- the, the, the little vignettes they were doing for it, they were announcing it as... Uh, What's what's the no rule barbed wire match called in TNA? It's like uh, they call it some sort of match. The first one was Sabu and Abyss, whatever. Monsters the, Ball. No, no, no. They have like a uh, barbed wire madness. Yeah, they have uh. or something like that. So the first one was Sabu and Abyss. The second was Abyss and uh, um, Mila Muerte, who, who is who was at the time. I, I forget the vamp, the vampire guy in TNA. Um, okay. Ricky, Ricky Banderas. You remember? Okay. Yeah. No. Anyway, they've done two, so they advertise this as a third, as a third televised no rope barbed wire match as far as TNA, and uh, cancel the last minute. So now it's gonna be on YouTube. And I just like this is exactly why TNA's fucking time, man. And I haven't watched it for years, but like this was the one show I was gonna watch, and now like I just don't give a fuck anymore. I'm probably not gonna even seek it out. It just it kind of ruins it. I wanted to see it on TV, you know. Yeah, this is the one that uh, Sammy. Uh... Right. Right. Or the, they stole the skewer spot. I think it was Dave Chris that did it. But, uh, yeah. Yep, same match. Same match. Yeah, that was the one. Um, speaking of Sammy and TNA, um, <laughs> didn't he uh, just uh, jack Sting's, <laughs> Sting's gimmick and fucking <laughs> destroy fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Eddie Edwards. Yeah, he, uh, he bloodied his Fuck. fucking eye up. Fucking ruin Eddie Edwards' head. Yeah. Jack and Sting's gimmick. I think it was his eye, wasn't it? His eye yeah, I guess. Yeah. Something he fucking busted his head with the bat. So, that was, a, that was a good time. Good shit, man. This is what you get for uh, using other people's gimmicks. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Poor Eddie Edwards, though. I saw him, uh, he posted on his Instagram that he's still watching the Patriots game. And he's, like, bleeding. Like, just watching the Patriots game. But, pretty yeah. sure his eye. Yeah, you can't mess fucking playoff football because of that shit. Yeah, so you, you know, obviously, I, I don't want to get into football talk, but uh, then don't do it if you don't want to. No, no, I just I got quick, quick opinion on, on the Eagles next week. One hundred percent, they're not gonna fucking win. Cause you nah, know, I'm, I'm a Philly dude. I don't give a shit about football though. But I obviously, like, if anything, I want the Eagles to win. You know, I don't give a fuck yeah. about anybody else really. I mean, let's let's put it this way: the Falcons are not the team that they were last year. They had the best offense in the league last year. They went up against the Patriots, blew a 28-point lead. Um, that was in last year's Super Bowl. They are lucky to even be in the fucking playoffs. Um, the Eagles' defense is is pretty serious. I mean, they they put in work. Um, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna front on that. Um, Nick Foles is not a fucking playoff quarterback. Everybody fucking knows that. They just want him to somehow pull off a miracle for Philly, and it's it's not gonna happen. Um, the the Falcons threw the last play of the game. They threw what would have been a touchdown that would have ended the fucking Eagles. Julio Jones, who's probably one of, if not the best wide receiver in the game, 
the ball went through his fucking hands. That's like winning the fucking lottery. For Julio Jones to not catch that ball is like fucking so rare, it's ridiculous. So, yeah, I mean, anyone could have won it. Obviously, it was going to be down to the wire either way with those two. And, you know, for the Eagles to be that in it, obviously they think they can compete with anybody. They're fucking dead wrong. The The Minnesota Vikings are a fucking powerhouse. Their defense is bananas. Their fucking offense is firing on all cylinders. It's going to be damn near impossible for them to beat the Vikings. If you just watched, just watch Philly news stations and watch them analyze when they talk to each other and be like, what is it going to take for the Eagles to do it? They're going to be like, huh? Well, <laughs> they start stacking the deck. They're like, well, yeah. this guy is going to have to completely lock down the left side of the field. And it's like, well, come on, <laughs> settle the fuck down. You know, that's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I hate the fucking Eagles, but even if I didn't, I, I wouldn't have faith in them winning this game. Again, with Carson Wentz in the game, I, I would favor them to probably win the fucking Super Bowl. But right now, not only do you have the Vikings on fire, the Super Bowl's in Minnesota. So if they beat the fucking Eagles, they go to play the Super Bowl at their house. <laughs> like, that shit's unheard of. Yeah, that's insane. Um. By the so way, I don't, I don't know any of these names that you just mentioned, but I just I, – I, if, it, if it goes down to the finals, I'll watch it. But uh, – The finals? Maybe I'll – yeah. yeah. What, what are you talking about? The fucking Super Bowl, dude. <laughs> the whatever. Super Bowl. Yeah, whatever the fuck. <laughs> the finals, you know, the finals. Yeah, the finals of the, uh, the fucking – Yeah, if they game, get to know? the finals of the tournament, then, <laughs> you know, then all right. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, Sunday night heat going against uh, Super Bowl was a real easy decision for me back in the day. Jesus Christ! Just watch Sunday Night Heat because they would always do the specials. You know, you remember the Mankind and Rock one? Yeah, but that shit was like at halftime. What did you watch commercials until the no, fucking? I watched the whole Sunday, Sunday Night, Night, Sunday Night Heat. Heat. Yeah, dude, I watched the whole <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, let's talk about. Uh, we're talking about H two O real quick. Uh, you're talking about some good things they're doing. Let's talk about some real shit that uh, they put out in the past week. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'll uh. I'll splice in this this clip too, so so the people that are listening on the download, you'll know exactly which uh, vignette we're talking about. But uh, mm-hmm. with that said, Sean Henderson is uh, Matt yeah. Tremont's student. Mm-hmm. Really nice kid. Seen him sure. a ton of times. Fan, you know, sits in a crowd. Uh, That's where he should selling be. Selling merch. Yeah, honestly, yeah, I'm not trying to be a dick. Really nice kid, but I just I, I don't see it. Sorry. But uh, you know, he's usually selling merch and stuff. Super respectful, like to the point it's like awkward. You know what I mean? He'll like thank you for coming and shit so many times. Like, oh, dude, you're... thanks, man. You know, I really appreciate it. Thank you, dude. You know, he's just like, I don't know, weird. But he's got some shit going on with uh, Jimmy Lyon. I, again, I'm not too familiar with Jimmy Lyon either. What and Mark we... Angel. And Mark Angel. Give me your thoughts on Jimmy Lyon real quick, because I saw him on the Flaming Table, and I've seen him at On Point here and there. You know, he was actually recording the whole on-point show. I didn't know he was doing the camera work, too. But Yeah. He's a really nice dude. Another really nice dude. Um, I met him. Uh, he was doing some uh, filming at the Jersey All-Pro show in Bayonne. Um, him and Perry, I think, were doing the coverage on that. They didn't have Smart Mark. They had the double stomp. Um, so I think if you see coverage of the um, the Jersey Bayonne show, uh, the Jersey All-Pro Bayonne show, I think it was like Calm Before the Storm or some shit like that. Um. I think that was the one that uh, Danny DeMano split his leg in half. Um, yeah. But um, besides that, uh, I, who else? Joker was on that show. 
Um, yeah. So anyway, um, there there was other good things that happened on that show. I'm not saying that's that's like the main event, but um, but yeah, um, he was a really nice dude. Like I had never really interacted with him before. Um, and uh, I don't know. Like I I I've seen a couple of his matches and stuff like that. It's nothing that impresses me or anything like that. Um, you know, I mean, he's willing to do some crazy shit, you know, a little bit of hardcore stuff, but I, I mean, he's, he's not like a top tier deathmatch wrestler. You're not, you shouldn't see him on a tournament of death. You shouldn't see him on a tournament of survival and that gauge invitational, any one of those bigger tournaments. You just shouldn't. I mean, so to me, I, I don't know. I, I could do without him being in a, in any kind of wrestling. So yeah, the, re- the reason I'm asking you is cause, uh, this is the first time I've seen him in person that I that I've yeah. recognized anyone. I'm sure I've seen him at shows and just didn't you know realize it. But um, mm-hmm. just off the bat, I'm like, holy shit, this dude does not look like a wrestler, like at all, like at all. Especially in street clothes, it's like, dude, what, what you, fan? You know, he's I, a hell of an artist too. I don't yeah, know if yeah, you ever. Yeah, I, um, he's got like an Instagram that he draws with fucking pencil a lot. He, yeah, he's yeah. fucking really talented. Yeah, but uh, you know, if we want to talk about like Jimmy Lloyd and guys like that, I mean, here here's another guy. <laughs> he does not look like a wrestler, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. I've never really seen too much of him to uh, to judge. But I'm surprised he wasn't on the show because he's usually on on point shows for the most part. But right, I don't know what's the deal. Maybe they uh, they needed somebody to work the camera. Sure. But right. uh, what are your thoughts on this whole angle with uh, Louis helping out Sean Henderson? He's getting like bullied by Mark Angel and fucking Jimmy Lyon. Uh, give me your thoughts on this whole thing, and then I'll give you mine. Well, Sean Henderson's fucking horrible. Um, the dude, um, I mean, yeah, he might be young. He might be a kid. He might be this, that nice kid, all of that nonsense. He doesn't look like a wrestler. He makes Mark Angel looks like shit. Mark Angel's undersized and he looks like fucking Brock Lesnar standing next to this kid. This kid is unbelievably thin where like you'd worry about his health a little bit. You look at him and be like, oh, dude, man. He's just, you know, best wish, best wishes, man. He looks like a fucking make a wish kid. And, um, you know, the thing is, is like, I I understand like, yeah, you work hard. You got a lot of heart. You you know, you never give up all of that, man. I like your, your drive and all of that stuff. Fuck all that shit, man. There used to be a time where wrestlers had to fucking put their body in wrestling shape before they could be presented in front of fans. You know, there, there was some trainers that you'd hear stories back in the day that said, Hey, before you take a bump in the ring, you better get your fucking, you better get your shit together in the gym before we even put you in here to start taking bumps and, and learning this and that, because you know, you're not presentable. And to me, I think that that should be reinstated in, in what wrestling is all about because man, I I don't want to see an 85 pound kid trying to throw clotheslines on people. I just, it's not fucking believable. We're talking about a fight. And unless this kid is like fucking, uh, you know, speedball, uh, you know, jumping around and fucking spin kicking people in the face. Uh, don't give me some just average standard issue wrestling with this dude that should just be able to get tossed around by anybody. I mean, what believable match is he going to have? Yeah, he had a match against fucking Tremont. Uh, come on, dude. I mean, yeah, he, he could sell for him. He could pretend like that shit hurts. But this is a guy that's been across the ring from fucking Gage. From fucking Schlack. And I'm going to believe that this kid should last 30 seconds with that guy? Come on. I, I just... It's not believable. Even in this little sketch thing. He's a horrible actor. His whole fucking shtick is just garbage. And, and again... 
He's a nice kid. This is what wrestling does. Wrestling a lot of times forces me to be a complete asshole to nice fucking people because they're just like, I'm an entertainer. I'm a superior athlete. Like, no, you're fucking not. Get the fuck out of my face with your dumb shit. So I, I don't know, man. I just have no tolerance for that shit, man. If someone shows up looking like just I, he looks bad. He looks just like a nerdy, skinny kid. So I, I don't know. I, I don't respect that type of shit. I don't I'm not going to dumb myself down to be like, all right, let's see where this match goes. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. I way, way more believe Maria Manic beating Schlack with an F5 than I do this kid even being in a ring. No, I agree, man. I agree. And honestly, um, I feel the same way with, you know, feeling like an asshole to a lot of, like, nice people. There's a lot of them you'll meet, like, some of the worst wrestlers. And they're, like, they're really like... nice dudes. You know, you see them in the parking lot, and I'm like, damn, man, you're, like, a, you're like a really nice dude. Sorry to fucking bury you, but, man, you're the dudes are shits, though. It's not, it's not good, you know? Um... Trying to think of some examples. I used to be like that with Jimmy. Jimmy, honestly, dude, he's getting better. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. Honestly, he's getting better. Um, <laughs> looks like shit, but he's getting better. I, I can't, you know. Um, I'm trying to think who else. Uh, who else looks like shit that's a, that's a nice dude? Can you think of anybody else? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to think offhand, man. Um, Joey, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's going to listen to this. Yeah. I had to put him in. Devin Moore. Um, I would say Devin Moore. Um, <laughs> nice dude looks like shit though. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think offhand. I don't know. There's there's so many of them. There there really is. There there's so many of them. Um, Ace Romero probably. I mean, yeah, I'm sure probably Ace nice Romero's dude. really nice, but probably nice dude. But yeah, it works they're... for him. He's he should be fat. Yeah. Yeah, man. That gimmick works for him. You know. I know he's trying to lose weight and shit. But, Does he? Uh, yeah, I think he already lost like. 60 pounds or some shit for him. I don't know. Really? Huh. Yeah. You lose a shoe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know what he lost, but uh <laughs> according to him, he was he was apparently losing some weight. I don't know exactly what happened with that. I mean, I don't know, man. The dude can move for his size. I just have no interest in fucking watching him move around. anything else that we may have uh we may have. by the way uh fucking louis never ever ever fucking will retire nah what is this like the 18th retirement in the last what two years maybe yeah it's just you know what oh the other fucking funny thing about this sean henderson kid he fucking stepped on his own fucking reveal too because like they're they're doing the thing and he's like he's talking about his opponents and he's like and these low lifes <laughs> it's like dude the end of the thing was going to be you revealing low life louis ramos and you needed to use his fucking tag in order to <laughs> insult your opponents right. <laughs> like dude, that wasn't even like a like let me tell you something about low lives i know someone who knows about low lives low life louis ramos yeah i mean like he didn't even like tie it together he just had to use that as an insult uh dave christ and uh, the Chris brothers, they're TNA trainers now, apparently. Yeah, I saw you sent this to me. Yeah, you sent this to me. Uh, what? I sent that to you? Yeah. I, I can't. A while ago. A while ago but, oh, okay. Uh, well, like earlier this week. but um, Or last week, I should say. But uh, yeah, Ohio's for Killers Wrestling Academy is open and accepting new students through uh, TNA, I guess. I don't know. Oh, okay. Maybe I just didn't see that it was through TNA. 
Yeah. Well, actually, maybe it's not their TNA. Just they're just using the TNA logo. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, I guess they're just using the TNA logo. Uh, one last thing that uh, I can think of off the bat is Nick Gage, the following day, uh, I believe Sunday, was in New York City. Uh, I think Battle Style Pro, is that is that what the wrestling company is called? I keep getting the name wrong and people keep correcting me. Uh, style style battle. battle. Yeah, yeah Style Battle. What's Which with these fucking weird it's... names, dude? What? I, you know, initially, I'm pretty sure Style Battle was just the name of an Evolve show. Um, I, I'm 90% fucking sure because they, they first booked, um, AR Fox versus, uh, Rich Swan when CZW had these fucking guys in the locker room together and they never put the match together. And then suddenly Evolve had style battle, which is when they just took like wrestlers of all different styles. And it was like a fucking, I thought it was a tournament. Maybe it wasn't a tournament. Um, I think it was a tournament. Um, and they had just like all these different styles in there and shit and they'd fucking square off and you know, whatever. Um, somehow I think now this is like a different company style battle that, that works with evolve, which is weird if they initially had a show called style battle. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the fuck this is all about, but it was apparently like some kind of fucking triple header weekend where, you know, they, they had like an afternoon show. Gage was on the afternoon show. Uh, then they had a night show, I think, and then like either a show the next night or there was a show the night before, one of the two. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know. They had the whole the whole thing was uh, Gage versus Walter, but that was going to be on the afternoon show. Um, you know, Gage does his normal shtick, and I you know I can't blame him. You know, I mean, if you look at it realistically, it's ridiculous because it's like, all right, this. This guy's like a fucking 300-pound stiff fucking German wrestler. And Gage is just like, I don't give a fuck about this guy. I'm going to fucking hurt him. I'm going to put him in the hospital. And it's like, eh, probably not. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if if David Starr just fucking treated you like an asshole after the match in, in um, Beyond, I'm pretty sure you're not just going to, like, fucking dispose of Walter. Not only that, but, uh, you know, wrestling is not real, so... I'm pretty sure they're not booking Nick Gage, who's a guy who doesn't work there regularly, on the afternoon show to just fucking squash the guy who has a match against the champion that night in a non-title match. Like, I think it was, I think he was wrestling Zack Saber Jr. like that night. Okay. Who has the evolved title, you know, in a non-title match? Um, so I, I don't think Gage is just gonna fucking eliminate this guy from the planet uh, on the afternoon show and then. You know, he, he's going to wrestle their top guy on the night show. I, you know, it's clearly doesn't make sense. But again, Gage is playing his gimmick. Gage is supposed to go and say, I'm going to fucking kill this guy and no one's going to stop me. And right. that, that's Gage every time out. So you, you can't blame Gage for being Gage. Well, to, to confirm your whole uh, idea of what style battle is, it's actually like an NXT type of deal with uh, Evolve. So it's like uh, the NXT to Evolve. It's like the, you know. Um, so they took what was once right. a show title and, and turned it, it into company. like a separate company. Yeah, okay. yeah. It's like it's like the tryouts for Evolve, and then Evolve turns to NXT because Gabe Gabe actually just got a contract with WWE. Right. So, you know, it's 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 pretty. Uh, his his roots to WWE is pretty legitimate now. It's not just like oh, well, like Triple H shows up and he likes the guy. You know, he's actually like contracted to WWE now. So I don't know. Good for these guys that are that are doing Evolve and shit like that because I mean it's it's good exposure. Uh, yeah. They're not getting a ton of people. I mean, they, they Evolve shows, dude, they're not doing, like, that much. They're doing, like, 200, 300 people. Really? But, um, yeah, I don't I don't think Evolve. I mean, 
the ones that I've seen haven't been that many people. But uh, again, it's smaller venues. I don't think they're going for the crowd. I think it's mostly like DVD sales and the streaming. Um, yeah, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. But after the main the main reason I brought this up was because he uh, <laughs> he went to like bury uh, WWN, which you know DJ's been talking about for years, and nobody has any fucking clue what it is. And uh, he called it like Weirdo Wrestling Network or some shit, and saying like. Oh, they they disqualified me and stopped the match because I started using chairs and stuff. And I'm like, I, I don't. Is this just like new gimmick to just completely bury every company he like works for? <laughs> yeah, again, I think that's just you know Gage's thing. Um, it's funny, you know, you started talking about that. Um, you know, Gage saying this and that online and stuff like that, and it reminded me of the uh, the EC Negro back and forth that uh, oh, he yeah. had with the, with the Gage fans, and that shit cracked me up. I am far from an EC Negro fan. I had to delete that dude from Facebook a while ago. Just from being just just fucking ridiculous on a regular basis, but uh, you know the, a lot of these these Gage fans and and it is, it's wrestling fans in general. It's not just Gage fans, but they try to like live the gimmick and um, like they're respond they're arguing with wrestlers and then like finishing their like sentence with like MDK <laughs> like like your murder death killing people on comments and uh, <laughs> he started responding like. Uh, mustard donuts ketchup <laughs> and like uh uh mark's dorks clowns and he, he um he spelled clowns with a k i, I j- that's the most accurate hilarious fucking thing i've ever heard uh as far as the mdk thing because some of these people they they run around with that crazy shit and mdk yeah. and mdk it's like hey <laughs> you're fucking mark's dorks yeah. clowns yeah, <laughs> i, I can't fun. even argue that yeah <laughs> Yeah, but that that shit was funny as fuck. But uh, one last thing before we wrap this up, since you mentioned uh, EC Negro, you remember him when they were? Um, I think they put a stop to this because I haven't seen it since the the initial, uh, you know, the the debut of this. What was it? The the ultraviolet underground battle, whatever deal it was. That the compound when Nick Gage would challenge people and they would yeah yeah up, whatever the fuck that was. Uh, they didn't really do any other ones. Fight Club. Then. Yeah, the Fight Club. They didn't never yeah. uh, they never did any other ones and um. EC Negro was one of the ones that fucking that called him out and challenged him and said he would show up. And I uh, I found out the reason why he uh, he never made that happen was because EC Negro demanded money, <laughs> and uh, oh, really? they didn't think it was worth it. So there you go. Yeah, I don't I thought, know. I thought that was ridiculous because clearly, like, you know, from the way they advertised it, was like, dude, you're not getting paid. Like, if you want to just come and have fun and get some exposure and get some hits on Facebook. And get in the ring with Gage, show up at the compound, and we'll put you in the ring with him. This right. dude probably reached out like, hey, you know, give me a couple hundred, and I'll come and take a couple twos. Like, yeah, dude, that's all right. That's all right. No one's looking for him. Yeah, no one's no one's looking for that shit. But yeah. I mean, his whole gimmick is king of New York because he knows people are going to get pissed off that he's even calling himself that. So right, his right. gimmick is just like, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, it's like working, like, in Philly, and, like, your, your name is, like, the Eagles suck you know mark mark gibson right <laughs> it's yeah. like what do you mean you'll suck like well, yeah that's that's my name <laughs> yeah, he, try, he tries to like work the wrestlers too which is like fucking hilarious. yeah he's, he's silly i mean it's, it's it, like him and joey janela went back and forth like for the longest time i don't know what happened but i guess that at some show he like uh he was mad at him for taking that that you know off the off the roof bump and uh, Janela, like said, he was like never, you know, worth anything. And he, you know, in his in his short time being in his prime, he's done way more than EC will ever do. Which I can't. That doesn't. You're not arguing that. No, <laughs> but, I, yeah, that's not, that's 100 percent legit. Yeah, that's that's fact. 
uh, not much of an opinion. That's that's fact. There's no, no no room for argument right there. But yeah, I mean, there was I don't, I don't know if that was legitimate heat or not, whatnot. But uh, he doesn't seem to be well liked, you know, with fans and wrestlers. So hmm. maybe yeah. that's why he's not getting booked anywhere. I don't I don't really see the guy other than uh, the magic shows. What is it, pro wrestling magic? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't even know it's... that was Magic Steel. I mean, he's the he's the owner. Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, it's named Pro Wrestling Magic. Well, yeah, I just thought it was like the name. Do you think I, they I pulled realize. fucking rabbits out of a hat? No, I just thought <laughs> it was like, you the name, there? you know? I just thought it was a name. But, uh, DC Negro was, with yeah. an, a never-ending scarf in his sleeve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you got anything else before we wrap this up? Nah, man, I think that's about it. Yeah. All right, man. Well, uh, yeah, GCW this weekend. Check it out. Last show in Howell, New Jersey. Game Changer World. If you want to check that out, I'll definitely be there. We'll uh, we'll definitely review it and talk about it. And uh, CCW coming up in a few weeks. And uh, I think that's that's about it. With that said, definitely subscribe on iTunes and Stitcher Radio, Yakuza Kick Radio, and THT Podcast. And are uh, you doing a show Wednesday? Yeah, I'm playing. I gotta do fucking something, man. I'm gonna. I'm going to save the, the Teddy Hart topic for Wednesday because I want to get into it a little deeper. Right. Um, so I'll just save that for then. At least I know I have one thing to start with yeah. on fucking Wednesday. And then I'll hopefully motivate me to do a show. There you go. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, if you're going to pay for it, man, you got to use it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fucking crazy. <laughs> it's gotta, I got a couple <laughs> ideas, though. I just got to execute. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah, well, that's it. Check him out. Blogtalkradio.com slash Yakuza. And uh, THT Podcast. That's it. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace. Uh Uh-huh.